3: Hello, welcome to Boys Don't Cry. I am Russell Kane. I think last time I checked, I lost my identity a few times during the last six months locked in the house. In fact, I have become my own friend when my social circle is so small. I just stare into the mirror and have a conversation with myself, sometimes even have an affair with myself. A lot of men listening to this would have done it, Uh, numb the arm, paint the nails and play Who Are You? That's where the numb arm creeps in. Oh, stop it. I've not consented to this touch and the glazed nail can put its hand over you, but it's your own it's your own numbed hand. Some of the show is sex tips for the lonely. Uh, I've even put a tight on my leg before. If, uh, that's if I'm having a luxury night in. Anyway, that was far too much for an opening link. Boys Don't Cry, it's the show where... Well, no, it's not. Do you know what? Because it is the show where we get men to say the stuff we wish they would say notoriously, statistically, boys are awful at confiding and at sharing, about talking about things and we have a wide range on this show. Sometimes we go heavy, we can talk about suicide, loss, depression, eating disorders, uh, bigorexia, that's where you inject steroids till your bicep explodes and your willy falls off, don't do it lads. Uh, um, But we also sometimes go light, frivolous, some of the subjects turn out to be gendered, some not and I can't call it today because we're talking about holidays and travel. Surely, I mean, there is no gender difference here, right? Surely, let's find out. Uh, I'm joined by two amazing guests today. Luke Kempner, who you may have seen twitching his stream. Seriously, head to Luke's Twitch stream. He's playing all the latest games, Paperboy, Space Invaders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All, all, All the hits. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I bet. So, so Luke has only just come out of casualty because when he heard the PS5 was being released, he wanked himself unconscious and cut yeah. his head open. <laughs> yeah, but,
1: it's, it's it's, but I'm still here, guys.
3: I'm still here.
1: Yeah, nice to see you. Hello,
3: hello, hello. Hello, Luke. The many voices of Luke came out. No, I work with yeah. Luke a lot. He's very, very talented, as well as being a talented stand-up. He's an amazing, scarily good mimic. And also, someone I've worked with this week, someone I also work with at the BBC. She has a hit podcast so do i uh sarah keyworth's in the house y'all do sarah he said in an alan partridge style linking to the name of your podcast uh but y'all do is a relationship uh, podcast and also we're going to look out for you in the stand-up sketch show which you filmed this week with me in the hottest socially distanced most right on millennial crowd ever so you're being popping up all over the place how's life for you
0: oh yeah it's good it's nice to see you again I love how you did an intro that was like, uh, this is about, you know, men just sort of being honest about emotions and saying the things they want to say. And then you immediately went from that to being like, and then Lou got a massive wank over a playstation.
3: <laughs> but th- this is what people need to understand about men, particularly working class men. It's insight, tenderness, goat porn, tenderness. That's the rhythm. Insight, tenderness, goat porn, tenderness. I mean, did yesterday on my boys goat group... Porn? Yeah, so yes, this is God's honest truth. Where's my phone, right? It's out of the room, so I'm not distracted. But on my boys' group, it was, I'll change the name. Ben, you've been a bit quiet lately. No replies from Ben. You know when someone starts going quiet on the group, and then Ben's like, yeah, no, I'm all right. Me and Liz are arguing a bit. And then the reply to that was literally someone in China masturbating in a bush. That was the reply. (laughs) (laughs) Then, then after an appropriate gap, there was a, are you okay, mate? So oh, you're mate, quite, it's quite well place. observed Sarah it is the sort of the the banter is the savlon on the exchange of information. Now there's plenty of resources, good ones. I've done some of the shows and I'm involved in the charities where men put on their cardigans and dip their digestives and seriously emote and share. But the sad fact is particularly ultra working class men struggle with the pullover and the digestive biscuit they need to laugh first. Now it come. I can in fact I could point people to I don't very often do an ITV, Piers Morgan recommendation, but the Vinnie Jones life mm. stories this week is, you know, I definitely was crying at the end. And he's an, a perfect example of how long it can take you sort of alpha male traditional bloke to get in touch with the emotions and start expressing themselves. 50 years in some cases. Anyway, I don't know about, how, what are you like, Sarah? Are you quite good at confiding and sharing or are you a bit of a...
0: I am, but... I kind of wish I wasn't. I have a bit of a weird. I've got. I've got a bit of toxic masculinity in a very strange way because I, I have a bit of confusion about gender, and I like to be a little bit blokey, and I like to think I'm a, I'm a big strong boy. Uh, but I'm also. So you like to have not. the
3: worst of both genders. I mean, yeah, you're really greedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I cry all the time, but then I fucking hate myself for it. Uh, <laughs> really healthy stuff going on here.
3: So, because yeah, I, I understand it's going to be frustrating for people listening to this. I realise myself, and particularly Luke Hebner, are not typical blokes We're more than comfortable. <laughs> I was
1: about to, to say that. Like, if you ask me, like I'm, I'm the one that says to everyone, "No, come on, guys." You I know to. exactly. You know exactly. No, I'm here for you, man. Let me just listen. I've, before I've we, seen. When we I've got seen... on
0: the Zoom call before we start recording, Luke just went, "Oh, sorry, I, I've just realised I haven't moisturised my face yet." Exactly. This is this is
3: what I'm talking about. So, Luke, Luke you're not. The t- I mean, I've seen Luke talking to new mothers, and he actually started to lactate <laughs> in empathy.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, today. Travel. Let's not worry about whether it's a gendered issue yet, because I think I might be trying to bend the definition of this show here. Although I do have some interesting stats for you. Um, first of all, this year it would be more of a staycation. Oh, what, Russ, I'm so sorry. I knew my dog would literally. I need to go let my dog out. This is like some oh. bad Michael Frayn play where the, the only plot lines are someone has a parcel and someone has a dog.
0: Someone leaves, yeah. <laughs> no, we live above the um, local Conservatives office.
3: Sorry about that. Wait a minute, so, hold on a second. You can't just drop that in, Keyworth, and get away with it. Yeah, Without, I so, don't want to give away your exact address to listeners, but you live above the local Conservative o- office.
0: We get people ringing our doorbell being like, Conservatives? And I'm like, I'm literally a tiny lesbian wearing pyjamas. Do you really think... <laughs> right, that...
3: And how are the Conservatives, like, coming out in eczema just knowing that you're there?
0: I don't know. I feel like I've developed an itchy
3: rash. Is there a lesbian
0: close to this place?
3: <laughs> I can smell her. I, 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 and you
0: don't know what to do because you want to be sort of reasonably, like, polite neighbours. But I hate them so much that I get so mad just seeing mm-hmm. them. Catherine gets furious if they, my girlfriend gets furious if they touch her post. And I'm like, if, that was, if, it, if it was people, if there were people just living downstairs and they took in your packages, you'd be like, oh, it's really nice that they did that. It. It's really kind. But She's like this fucking Tory, touched my <laughs> packet.
3: I'll uh, let's crack on. Let's leave the Tories well alone. Yeah. But, uh, has any has anyone done a staycation this year? Because I think traveling has changed. It's just the warm up question, listeners. Don't panic. We're not going to do like a general travel chat. But uh, I just wondered if you'd bothered to even attempt getting away during a pandemic, or whether you'd done a home holiday or a British Can we holiday. Can
0: talk about? The definition of a staycation, though, yeah, it's expanded. A staycation, expanded. Where you, where a staycation
3: used to be you have a holiday in your house and do yeah. stuff in your garden, and now yeah. I think it means you've not left either Shetland or Penzance.
1: Okay,
0: that's okay. a vacation. That is, yeah. If you've left the house and you're staying somewhere else, that's a little holiday. Yeah, I, I,
1: I haven't done any of it, mate. My wife's where. No. You've moment. done nothing at all, Luke. Not no? even a
3: British.
0: No,
1: Alana's away at the moment. Um, my wife, she's in uh, <laughs> she's in she's Cor- in, o- o- she's K- in K- Corfu. K- Corfu at the moment. Oh, she got uh, quarantine when she gets back. No, because I don't, I don't think the island she's on is like one that's not uh, Ooh, not on the list. Near miss. Um, so she's uh, so she's having a lovely time. I'm having a great time. Um, exactly. And uh, you know, she's like, oh, "I'm going to miss you so much. You're going to be okay." <laughs> she's like, Do
3: "You want me to ring the neighbours see if they're around?" I'm
1: like. Definitely not.
3: Yeah, you're like trousers trousers around the ankles. Exactly what time will you be landing? Just so I can
1: make sure I am
3: preparing a delicious meal. Not, not, not so I can stop masturbating yeah, yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, but no, yeah, so, I'm, I'm bit, so I suppose I am having a staycation, actually. This you week. are? Yeah. It is learning
3: well, we, we might find out more about that. What about you, um, Sarah? Have you gone away? Have you and uh, well, people might people won't necessarily know that you're in a relationship with another comedian. So I can say Catherine as though the listeners should know who it should be. But yeah, uh, yeah. but have you have uh, you been away? The pair of you. We um, did
0: go. We went to Dublin and saw her family. To be fair, but it wasn't that was it wasn't like a proper holiday because it was it was visiting and things. Yeah. But I suppose yeah, that was a little bit of a it was a trip. Well, do you know, left we, talk, the house. we talk
3: about that as well because you're both in relationships with people well well, they are from different cultures one of you is dating irish person one of you is married to a scottish person right so Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that when you holiday in another culture that is linked to someone you're with we're going to come on to that later keep listening guys first of all i just want to talk about the idea of travel and gender now it's not me trying to do like identity politics and carve people up don't panic gary terry dave right It's just a statistical fact that, for example, solo travel, you would think, wouldn't you, that if people are going to put a backpack out on and go away on their own, that blokes would do this more often just based on the safety aspect. It is not the case. Women are statistically more likely to do solo backpack travel. Than men, particularly women aged twenty-five to thirty-four, so they're more likely to go. Right, I'm off on a plane somewhere in the world I've never been for, and go on my own. My question to you two is: Have you ever done it? And does that surprise you, Kempner? Massively surprises me that because I, I'd quite like going all the day on my own. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'd to say that. you, people like the idea of it, but to actually get on a plane on your own, yeah. and go somewhere. I'm talking for more than seven night. Anyone could go to like. Venice for a couple of nights to work to work on a book or to relax or to read or to go for a walk. Well,
1: sorry, anyone could go to Venice for a couple of nights to work. No, no, I mean without it being without
3: it being threatening. Yeah, you know, you're either on a volume <laughs> of poetry know, or perhaps not. some prose or some <laughs> like some like philosophy <laughs>
0: you, next uh, to Lake Geneva. Yeah, uh, yeah, these these working class guys really struggle with their emotions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my second volume of existential philosophy. I, I went to Geneva with a tubercular cloth to my mouth to capture the blood droplets. <laughs> no. <laughs> I turned into a Victorian then. No, but you know what I mean. You, anyone could get on a plane yeah. and go and get a two-day break. I'm talking a proper seven nights or more, going okay. away on my own. You can say you like the idea of it, Luke but you haven't yeah, done yeah. it, have you? No, no, never, and never will do. Um, what's,
1: why? What's the because <laughs> why? Because Alana would never, my, my wife, would never let
3: me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <She> would... <laughs> so you're in an alternate reality where, where, you're, okay, okay. where you're single. Impossible to imagine oh. uh, people listening to this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. an alternate reality where you're single, uh, okay. was, is it something you would do? No. Or would you I just would have in... seven days at home right, writing yeah. and working on <laughs> yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I think I, I think I like the idea of it. I remember Tom Allen. Tom Allen goes on holidays on his own. And I remember him saying to me, and I was like, oh, that just sounds great. But, like, I don't think I'd ever do it. And I think as well, I like the idea of my... I'm like, hey, I'm so happy of my own space. I love my own time. But I get bored very quickly. Mm. And, I, and I'm inviting mates around very quickly. So I like the idea of it, but I don't think I'd ever do
3: it. Sarah, do you like the idea of it? Have you ever done it? And would you ever do it? Obviously, it'd be a, it seems like a weird thing to do when you're in a couple. It sort of implies you're both really arguing or something. But <laughs> were you single? Is it something you could really, really see yourself doing?
0: I've never done it. I'd like to. I think I would. No, I wouldn't, because I'd, I'd die. What do you mean? <laughs> I'd, I'd, you don't I'd have die. to try
3: stand-up when you're out there. <laughs>
0: no, I'd literally <laughs> se- cease Greek, to live. In the Greek isles. <laughs> I'd get lost, or I'd fall off a cliff, or I'd, uh, I'd starve because I would be too shy to go and find a restaurant, or I'd get murdered horribly.
3: Well, I wonder if there's a class divide there. Don't you come from quite a working class background, Sarah? Have I got that right?
0: Reasonably. Sort of on the edge of a middle class, but working
3: class. Don't you find working class people are probably more scared of solo travel as well? Like my mum, my mum, mm. my mum, who stay who's staying while I'm recording oh. this contract, <laughs> she still uses like fleetway travel where yeah, like yeah, Jess yeah. gets on the phone, organises me flight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's quite daunting to just be on your own, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: What about what about the what about this statistical fact that females are more likely to solo travel than men? Why on earth would that be, Sarah?
0: I think that's the branding of solo travel. It's the it's the like eat, pray, love thing, isn't it? It's mm. the mm. it's the it's the going off and find finding yourself and really like getting connected with who you are. Uh, I don't I don't know if many sort of like proper blokey blokes have ever thought about who they are or finding
3: themselves (laughs) (laughs) not in in any spiritual sense and uh...
0: yeah if my dad turned around to me and went I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna do two weeks in Thailand just to really sort of get in touch with really find like my connection in this world he's definitely not doing that if your dad goes to thailand
3: (laughs) i'm just gonna go to thailand because the beaches are lovely you dirty (laughs) old bastard
0: (laughs) no he's not like that
3: do you know what oh my god i've just had a trauma memory my dad went to thailand on his own for a week and uh (laughs) but the uh, i i do so what what you're essentially saying there is that um but not all of us, none of us, not specific people, but the trend is for the females in a society have slightly better self insight, which would lead them to taking this path of solo travel more than a bloke might who might struggle more with insight. Right. I, don't I think it's controversial yeah, to say that. I think
0: that's I think that's maybe what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go
3: with that. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, so I will I'll fess up here. All right. I'm not a typical blokey bloke. Shock horror. And uh, <laughs> what? So I, I came out of this um, relationship. I was, how old would I have been? 25, 26. I wasn't like 18 going around the world. And I was, I thought I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to go away on my own just to get my head straight. And how I did it, I can recommend this to anyone who's having this, I need to go away on my own moment. I got the globe, the little spinny globe on my desk and I spun it and I was like, wherever my finger lands, as long as I can afford to get there and there's no war and yeah. it's safe, <laughs> I'm going to whichever country's closest to my finger that is safe. Boom, Botswana. At the time, I'm, I'll be confess my ignorance, I actually don't think I'd really... I sort of heard the word Botswana. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, have yeah. told you where it was on the map. I knew it was in Africa. I'd love, I'd love if you just spun it around and it landed back on the UK. <laughs> exactly. Watford. Oh, for fuck's sake. Watford. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went... I, I, that afternoon phoned the company that sadly has just gone out of... Um, Business during lockdowns. So they were called STA travel, not STD travel, that's 18 to 30s. STA travel who were who were just for students and anyone under 26, so I was just in the age range. Mm. And they put me on a flight to Botswana. Actually I had to fly 12 hours to Johannesburg first, and got on a plane, and I got off this plane. And I was in the north, I had to get a connected flight to the north of Botswana, and I had no accommodation, no plans, nothing. Backpack, water purification tablets, everything I thought I might need for whatever might happen. And the airport just cleared and it was just dust. And this girl sat there, this local girl laughing, and everyone got picked up in their trucks. And I was I was literally on my own with no plan. Had a bit of local currency, but couldn't see a phone box I could use at the airport. And a truck went past with a campsite written on it, and I managed to write down the number, found a phone, phoned that campsite, and that's how I started my adventure. 17 Nights. The next solo traveller I spotted. Two days later, a girl from Austria who'd hitchhiked from Namibia. So that was a uh, that was fortunate. That was two days till yeah. Uh, she <laughs> hitchhiked. Was. On we a road. had a completely torrid fling for fourteen nights. I fell in love with the girl. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, we hitchhiked yeah. across Africa. It was proper African dads in their work trucks with goats and tiles in the back, we were just no seatbelts in the back. It was the best thing I ever did. Did I learn about myself? No. Did I get banged senseless? Yes, for two weeks, and saw loads of wildlife. What a trip! <laughs> yeah. I think
0: maybe that's if, if we are making it gendered. I feel like that's that would be the difference between like male solo travel and female solo travel. Is like I feel like I've had I have some like male school friends who've maybe like taken themselves off to Australia on their own, but within like two days they've made like they, they've found themselves in a group of like ten mates. That's yeah, and it's, yeah. That's what So happened. it's not actually really that s- like solo. There's no solitude involved. It's like, true. oh, I, I've true. just I've rocked up to a hostel. I've made friends with the people in my room, and I'm just getting to know them. And very
3: true. I didn't think you were like yeah, because I was in I was in a group of eight. There was some Dutch, a couple of mm. Americans, and uh, we sort of formed this larger group. And then I was like a loser, started for, defeating the whole purpose of the trip by falling in love with the Austrian girl after about two days. <laughs> I wonder and, uh, if it's an
1: age thing, though, because, like, I, I think, like, if I was 25, it would, you know, because I remember sort of having that sort of epiphany, sort of, like, kind of, oh, you know, like, I'm not, who, I'm not young anymore. Now, now I'm having a different mindset. And I think that is probably the best time to go. Well, like, life. now, I'm just, like, if I was going on a holiday on my own, I wouldn't want to talk to anybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I just, like, if I'm going on, I'm, like, I've got my books that I'm writing and reading. Yep. And I'm just, uh, I'm just going to enjoy my own time.
3: That is a bit of what we do for a living though. We get a lot of solo travel whether we yeah, want to yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. do like 4 hours on a train. Yes, there's a bit in the middle where I talk to some people in an audience. Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. if
3: I'm doing two night run now in a town, one of my favorite things is to wake up in the hotel room, not leave it at all. Yeah. Literally have the food service delivered through a membrane in the door like something out of <laughs> alien and then get dressed and go and it's heaven. Yeah. So I exactly. guess I can I guess we can do solo travel. Yeah. I, Okay, great. So um, the, other, the other main thing which might be equivalent to a, sol- to a solo travel would happen earlier. Now, we have a lot of younger listeners, male and female, to this show. So gap years. It's like comedy staple to make fun of it. So I'll mm-hmm. try and avoid any of the cliches, but it is the sort of wanky, posh kid thing to do. Most of us, I would love to have gone in a gap year, but mm-hmm. how would I have paid for it? So I had yeah. to do like a gap month. After a gap six weeks after my first year of uni, when I was up and running, so I did it then, or went all round Europe. Did I think tenor this year has been
0: my gap year. Really? Yeah.
3: Well, it's been a bit, it doesn't mean a gap between doing things. It mean, I suppose it does. <laughs> it so means suppose it's it's just a travelling year all around. <laughs> did you what go did to uni though, Sarah? Yeah. So you did. You went straight at eighteen.
0: I went straight at eighteen because the fees were going to go up, and my mum was like, "You've got to fucking go now," yeah, and yeah. like kicked me out the door. So I snuck in just before they went from three grand to nine. If ground. the fees
3: hadn't been going up, how would you have felt if I could? say right you this is your new reality you went around the world for a year and went to uni at 19 I
0: don't think I would have travelled but I was very much in love with a girl in Nottingham and I was leaving and I was like miserable about it like I was real sad at that time in my life so it's I a Shane Meadows just, film I think I've seen it I would probably would have just hung out in Nottingham hoping that she would like take me back or something like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that marred yeah. my
3: uni experience too like everyone's like yeah let's bang everyone that moves like I still love my girlfriend oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I though it's funny that question. Like,
1: I have thought about that. Well, did before. you do it, Luke?
3: Did you go? You obviously went to a university. Tea- yeah. So I went Nancy. straight to the Guildford School of Acting Conservatoire um, <coughs> at
1: eighteen. I wish I'd have gone a year out. I wish I'd gone a, a, on, done, a, done some on a
3: Japanese year. mime theatre in Tokyo.
1: Yeah. percent. Oh, <laughs> because honestly, like, I went there. eighty Anyone? Any younger listeners who are listening, go have a year out. You don't have to go and do your gap year, but like, have a year out and and like explore some stuff and don't make it so like I think as soon as I went it was like right I'm training for my career now this is work and at the time you could never have convinced me to do anything different at the time but now with a few years um on my back I think I I would definitely take a year out
3: but could we could even be make a more controversial point here Sarah that could it be slightly more if we were talk about gap years rather than a luxury because we've got too much money and we want to see the world and we're spoiled middle yeah, class yeah, brats? Yeah. But as some form of developmental milestone that makes you more ready for university, one could be controversial and argue that it's more important for men to take a gap year just purely based on biology. It's sadly just a fact that the. Cortex part of the brain in men that makes you able to experience empathy and not be a fucking dickhead is slower to grow. For we have no idea why. There's some theories that suggest back in the day it must have been more useful for blokes to have no empathy till they're forty. Just because if there's someone invading the camp, you don't want the mm-hmm. soldiers going. What about him? He's got feelings. He's got. Feelings. You just want some mindless thug to go. I'll oh, club his yeah. head and come back and bang <laughs> you. So that's probably what happened. Think about None- the chickens' feelings. <laughs> exactly. So. We could, we're not, we don't really believe it because we're too right on, but we could for argument's sake, say it's probably more important mentally. I know, I know we don't like to point out these biological differences, but the evidence is there that boys do develop slightly more slowly, a lot more slowly than girls, uh, go would it make sense if we slowed shit down for men a bit gave them a chance not to go to you because you saw so many dickheads at uni aged 18 for, and a lot of blokes went downhill a lot faster than a lot of girls I think the dropout rate's like, a lot higher for men for example from uni I felt
0: like my uni was full of female dickheads though as well Like they were,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I felt like so many people I went to university with could have benefited of a year of just um, like having a nice time and not, like, discovering themselves, like, mature, but, like, just, like, taking responsibility for their own stuff. Like, I'm living in this hostel. I've got to keep my bit reasonably clean. I've got to make sure that my clothes are clean. I've got to make mm, sure all my stuff mm. is safe. Like, th- so many... You go from sort of, like, practically, like, womb to being dropped into a uni halls,
1: mm. And
0: there's so many... Like, I lived with people who, like, had never made a bed or never cooked their own... I still have like, made a bed. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep in that dog bed. Yeah, 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 Savoring yeah, yeah. the
3: phrase amid a bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, when you sing it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? You have to sing it if it's a yeah, new concept. Sorry, Luke can't. has to have it sung, and you have to dance and sing it. Then,
3: if you were to I choreograph was... bed making, <laughs> oh, Luke would smash okay. it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was in my uni horse like putting my housemate sheets on her bed for her it's yeah. crazy isn't it I, I mean
3: I was, I was I was 22 when I went I had no choice my family my dad literally went you're not going unless you pay for it yourself so mm. I was starting from zero funds so I had to wait till I was t- I was 22 luckily I was yeah. able to get into more shit because I was technically a, m- a mature student so I had those life skills I'd learned oh, really
1: them. Because, see, the thing is for me is that when I left drama school at, like, 21, having never had any sort of experience of being an adult, really, and then and then when I, st- I lived with, like, this um, this director who was, like, 45, and he basically taught me, like, how to live with people. Like, because I just, I just, you know, just... It just sounds just... wrong, what you say. I, oh, know, I know it's not. Every, every, yeah, and there was some nice he came, you he came home that. drunk. Well, you, it, did you oh, study <laughs> Greek
3: drama for a whole year? <laughs>
1: oh, <no. laughs> Dress up as mummy. Yeah. Uh, no, but, Agamemnon
3: uh, was always covered in linseed oil.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but like, uh, yeah, there's so many things that I think, I, I, what you were saying, Sarah, like just learning how to have that part of your hostel, learning how, like, I just never learned any of that stuff. And I think maybe it's a drama school thing, but the boys were definitely worse than the girls. The girls seemed to all have their shit together, where like especially the guys like that were my age, there was a few people that had had a year out, but we were just yeah all over the place. And I definitely wish I would had a year out to just, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a,
0: but I think with drama school as well, because I used to work in a drama school, there's all that, oh, really? e, there's more ego. Yeah. Than, yeah. 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 Than yeah, yeah, than yeah. Like yeah. a normal university because you have to audition and then you're accepted and, and you're, you're basically to to told the you're the front. future yeah. of acting and you're going to be, Thank somebody you. here is to be famous and, like, yeah. suddenly you've got all these, like, dickhead 18 year olds who really think they're special. Mm. Mm. And that, that would be so toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah? we all
3: grow up into dickhead stand ups who all think they're special. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like we've all really progressed. Um, <laughs> right, we'll just stop you there. That's the end of part one. Do join us in part two where we're we'll talking about danger holidays and holidays where girls spend more than boys.